0: Welcome to the Engineer's Podcast. My name is Aiden, and I'm a principal engineer with over 10 years of experience in mechanical engineering. And my goal is to guide you all the way from when you decide to either do an apprenticeship or go to university to becoming a professional engineer. Welcome to episode 3, everyone. Super psyched to be here and... It is raining now, so where last week's episode it was brutally hot, today it is raining heavily and it is cold. This is why I love living in the UK, because one minute you can have a heat wave, next thing you know it's raining heavily, and there's a monsoon outside, and it's hailing, and it's snowing, but anyway, I digress. Welcome to this week's episode where I'm going to talk to you about the grades you need to be an engineer. Uh, The reason why is because there is a misconception what grades you actually need to become a successful engineer. I don't know if I talked about this on the first episode. I was born in Kenya and then moved to South Africa briefly and then came to the UK for university. I thought I'd just tell you this story about the school I went to in Kenya. You know when people say you've got a lion in your backyard and, and all of this, there's always this funny stuff that some people think. Uh, in Kenya, we had these uh, colobus monkeys that used to come and steal people's lunches and um, pull the girls' hair. And, you know, they were like our rats, you know, where you see pests as as rats. You'd have these monkeys that are digging through the bins. You'd have to run away from them because they would steal your lunch. Uh, so that was basically one of the schools I went to in Kenya, and it was, it was great. There were, uh, you know, always animals everywhere. Now I was doing quite well at that school, and then my stepdad got a job in South Africa. Johannesburg is not a nice place, you know. It's you know where Kenya at the time was beautiful. It was nice and everything else. South Africa is very dangerous. It's it's not a nice place to live, you know. You would not even walk probably ten meters at night because something could happen. That's how bad it was where you would be behind big walls and electric fences and barred windows, external security systems to a link to an armed security firm. Now, why am I telling you this? Because I went to a school in South Africa. Now, every system is different. So when I was in Kenya, I was doing the British curriculum system, the your GCSEs and your A-levels. Okay, on the assumption that I was coming to the UK or somewhere else. Because it can be transferred to somewhere like America as well. But I think for that, you need your international baccalaureate. And South Africa has their own weird system. Now, the school I went to in South Africa was like a prison. And when I say prison, I mean it was pretty bad. Because you would be there in the morning, blazing hot, in your blazers, for assembly, right? Right? and standing and the assemblies were half an hour to an hour depending okay what they would also do was come round make sure you know if if you didn't shave properly like if you had a bit of stubble they would send you to the office and you would go and have to buy one of these cheap razor blades and you'd have soap to shave now if you've ever had to use sh- soap to shave it is painful okay really painful <laughs> and especially with like a 50p razor On top of it, if you were late, you would have to uh, come through a different gate and you were sealed in for the day. And they also had this weird system where people who did very well in grades would have red jackets and everyone else would have green jackets. So it was very um, demoralizing and the system was completely different. I was moved from one school to another, to that one, and then to another one to do my GCSEs because we were moving back to Kenya okay so I did my uh, GCSEs past them not amazingly but past them but because I was late joining school I joined in the middle of A levels which is not very good to join because A levels are a very different level from your standard GCSEs I did my A levels I did physics chemistry and mathematics So before we went to South Africa, I was your, you know, A student, occasionally the occasional B. Um, Go to South Africa and then suddenly everything's dropping down to like E's and F's, so not very good. And come back to the school in Kenya and things still aren't looking great because basically it's really difficult to go from doing one thing and then suddenly joining it in the middle nothing ever really recovered for me when I was in in high school. And I ended up with a D and two Es at the end of my A-level. So not great, right? And I don't really talk about this much. But at the time, I thought, okay, what I will do is take a year out and then maybe reset my A-levels or something or find an alternative, you know, a job somewhere or something else because I was like, my grades are terrible. I won't do what I want to do. I will never be an engineer like I want to be. And then I remember getting a card from a lady who worked at UCAS. And UCAS is like a university place for where they place you in university internationally. So they said there's clearance space in these universities, I think one was like the University of Glamorgan and something else anyway, places that I've never heard of, and I saw that the University of Brighton had a foundation engineering course, you know, so for those who didn't quite get the grades they wanted, you could do a foundation course and oh, I thought this is a great opportunity because. I don't have the grades. I have a grade D and two E's. And I think to do it, you needed an E and two F's. That was my opportunity to do something, knowing that I thought I wasn't going to go to university after that. And apprenticeships were not a thing at the time. In 2007, apprenticeships were pretty much dead in the UK. And the reason I chose the University of Brighton is because my grandmother lives quite close to Brighton. So anyway, I, I found um, the foundation year, came here, and bearing in mind because I did A-levels and foundation is lower than A-levels, so it was really, really easy, which was actually great because I did really well at foundation, so basically I came out with a first, you know, averaging like 85-90%, so I did really well at that. <laughs> Then I went on to do my uh, you know, my university, like I said in the, in the previous episode, and I've said it before, I, I got a tutu. It wasn't that I struggled at university at all. I actually did very well. I shined at a lot of things. And just because you do badly in school, it doesn't mean you're going to do badly in life. But you have to push yourself that much. You have to tell yourself that you're not going to do badly. You have to be really strong and you have to basically don't listen to anyone because people will tell you, you know, you're not good enough, you can't do it, blah, blah, blah. It's up to you to make your future for yourself, okay? Not a lot of people can do it for you. My grandfather that passed, he actually left quite a bit of money uh, for me, which was used for uh, paying, I think, the first two years of university. So, you know, there's always something. And that was that was great for me because I managed to do it. Because being an international student, you can't take a student loan. But here, there's a benefit of a student loan and you pay it back from your salary. So the UK has quite a fairer system than let's say in America or something. So what I'm trying to say is basically, you know, just because you don't get the grades you want at school, you know, be it GCSEs, be it A-levels, there was always a opportunity. Out there for you in whatever subject you want to do, you know, not just engineering. You can do a foundation in accounts, foundation in economics, whatever you want. Uh, you can do an apprenticeship. Um, although, s- if you want to work for a big company, now here's the problem with big companies is they just look at grades. Okay, so if you want to be an apprenticeship, let's say where I used to previously work, you had to have good GCSE grades doesn't mean that you're going to be a great engineer because engineers think differently but basically anyone with whatever it is 3A's can apply you know even if you practically can't build a lego set You know, by following the instructions, they will still take you on for an engineering course. You know, I'm sorry, but if you can't build a Lego set, you can't be an engineer kind of thing. It's just how it is. But someone who is incredible at doing these things, problem solving, thinking about it, doing that, but they just didn't quite have the grades, wouldn't have that opportunity. But they would at a smaller company because you're showing you're passionate and a small company will see that, okay? So don't think they won't. So don't never think that it's the end of the road because if you don't have the money to pay for university, you can always go down the apprentice route. It might not be working at Rolls-Royce or someone big like that, but you can always do that. And even at university level, as long as you've got some experience doesn't matter at the end what grade you come out with i mean you can come as long as you come out with the certificate i mean it wouldn't be a bit of a disaster if you went to university failed it and it is quite hard to fail university to be fair okay because generally the only way to fail it completely is to plagiarize okay that's the only way to completely fail university where they will just kick you out just like that otherwise they will help you you know, if you fail a year, they'll just help you with the modules you failed. So basically, you'll just take those modules on and you'll just do it and you might end up with a third, you know, but you will end up with your certificate at the end of it. So where they help you, it, it is good and it is very difficult to fail at university. And if you have a third in experience, again, you will be able to get a job. No problem. So this was a bit of a short one um, because it's just basically talking about grades. But I do hope that encourages you you know, to go the extra mile and not worry about it too much. You know, do well, get your grades if you can. But if you don't, it's not the end of the world. okay? because all it delayed me by was one extra year and one extra year is nothing compared to where I am now. I am happy I did it. And you have to think if I didn't do that, where would I be now? Because bearing in mind that 2012 was quite bad for recession, but it was just starting to recover. okay? it had just ended its peak, while as if I'd started university in 2007 and hit right at the worst possible moment, graduating right when recession was at its maximum, then I might have not gotten a job. So reasons for everything, I do believe in that, you know, you can be successful in your own way no matter what you do. I hope this has inspired you. And on the next episode, I'm going to tell you, first of all, how you go about getting a placement. Secondly, is how to get your first job as a junior engineer. okay? So I will cover those things on the next episode. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch you know be it by email or LinkedIn. I'll leave a description to everything in the in the links below. And you know if you did like the show please do subscribe to it and just give me your feedback. I would really appreciate that. And until the next episode, I hope you have a great day and during this journey to you becoming the best engineer you can be.